0: wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more that's wonderfulpistachios.com this is optimal health daily episode 531 the zen of running and 10 ways to make it work for you by leo babauta of zenhabits.net and i'm dr neil a very happy monday to you welcome back to optimal health daily the podcast where health and fitness blogs are narrated to you for free it's similar to an audiobook but from many different authors And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. All right, let's start your week off right, get right to today's post, and start optimizing your life. The Zen of Running and 10 Ways to Make it Work for You by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net Running is my zazen. It's my meditation, my peaceful routine, my inner sanctum. In Zen Buddhism, Zazen, which literally means seated meditation, is the central focus of the practice. Depending on the school of Zen, Zazen is used to concentrate on koans or to just sit and be present, experiencing things in the moment. Of course, I'm not a Zen Buddhist and I don't do much actual sitting meditation, sometimes, but not often. But I do use running as my form of meditation, of trying to be present. I actually use running for two purposes one, concentration. During this time, I try to focus on my breathing, on my feet as they strike the ground, on how my body feels, on the sights and sounds and smells of nature around me, and on my thoughts as they occur. I try not to think about the past and the future, but to try to remain in the moment. This is difficult and requires a lot of concentration and energy. Two, contemplation. This is actually much easier. I just use running as a quiet time to think about my life, about my writing, including this very post, which was composed in my head while I was running, and about what is important to me. Both forms of meditation are actually very relaxing, very meaningful to me, and they are the main reasons I love to go running. It's a way for me to stay centered, to lose the stress of the world around me, and to just be present. I recommend it to everyone, especially if you're looking for a way to find peace and focus in your life. Now, you don't actually have to run. You could walk or cycle or swim or row or whatever. The key is to find solitude and a time every day to practice your own personal zazen. How to make the zen of running work for you. If you're interested in finding the zen of running or any other form of exercise, here are some tips. Tip one, concentration. In the beginning, it's important that you practice concentration. It's not something that comes naturally to most of us. Try to do it for as long as you can, bringing yourself back to the moment every time you find yourself pulling away. Monitor your thoughts, and when you find a thought that is not of this moment, thinking about something you have to do later, for example, don't try to stop the thought. Just be aware of it, acknowledge it, and allow it to leave gently. Then, return to the moment. Tip number two, breathing. A good place to start when you're practicing concentration is breathing. This is true of traditional zazen, of course, but it's also very true of running or other exercise because breathing is an important part of exercise. By concentrating on your breathing, you can monitor how hard you're exercising and adjust your running up or down accordingly. I like to ensure that I'm not breathing too hard. Tip number three, bursts. Again, concentration is difficult in the beginning. It can be hard to concentrate for very long. Don't beat yourself up about it. Try practicing concentration in small bursts at first of just maybe 10 seconds at a time. Let yourself rest in between and then concentrate some more for another 10 seconds and repeat. Later, you can stretch this to 20 or 30 seconds or even a minute or two with practice. Tip number four, time every day. This isn't mandatory, but I suggest finding some time every day to practice this form of meditation. Does that mean you should run every day? Not necessarily. You could run and bike and walk on alternate days, for example, or you could do what I've done and slowly build yourself up to where you can run just about every day, alternating hard days with really easy days of only maybe a slow mile or so. Making it a can't-miss appointment at the same time every day is a good idea. Tip number five, contemplation. When you tire of trying to concentrate, allow yourself to contemplate. Think about your day about your life in general, about what's important to you, about your goals, about the people in your life. This kind of contemplation should be a part of every person's life. Tip number six, intervals. I like to alternate between concentration and contemplation. One workout I did just yesterday was hill intervals. I run a very hilly route, and while I usually take it easy going up the hills, yesterday I decided to run it hard up the hills and take it easy on the way down and I decided to concentrate on the moment as I ran up the hills, and then allow myself to contemplate as I took it easy down the hills. It was a great workout, and as a bonus, as I ran down the hills, I had a great view of the ocean and the sunset in the bay below the hills where I live. It was awesome. Tip number seven, stress. If you find yourself stressed during the day, and who among us doesn't, it can be very therapeutic to run at the end of the day in the early evening before it gets dark. Again. Focus on concentration and contemplation, alternating the two, and you'll notice the stress melting away. Exercise is naturally a wonderful stress reliever. It's the main reason I took up running. But combined with these two methods, it is one of the best I've ever used. Tip number eight, ideas. Contemplation time is also a terrific time to come up with ideas. I use it to come up with ideas for posts on this blog or ideas for fiction I wanna write or projects I want to do, or things I want to do with Eva and the kids. The key is writing the ideas down when I get home, as I'm reluctant to carry my moleskin notebook with me on my runs. Tip number nine, journal. On that note, I think it's also useful to keep a journal and record some of the thoughts you have during contemplation, and some notes about your concentration times. During contemplation, if you review your day and think about what's important in life, you'll often have thoughts that you want to remember later. A journal is a great way to get those thoughts on record and make the most of your contemplation. And lastly, tip number 10, be in the moment. Once you get good at concentration, and I can't claim to be that good yet, you can focus on more than just your breathing. While breathing is a good way to start, there are other things going on in the moment that you can concentrate on. A useful method is to open your mind up to your environment, both outside of yourself and within yourself. Be aware of what's around you, of the sights and sounds. And be aware of your breathing, the aches and pains of your muscles and joints, your muscles as they work during your run, your feet as they hit the ground, the wind as it hits your skin, your hair rustling in that wind, your thoughts as you run. Being in the moment is a very powerful thing to learn. And while it's not easy to learn it all at once, with practice, you will get better and better at it. You just listened to the post titled, The Zen of Running, and. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What I've always found for me is that when I try and sit and meditate and just concentrate on being in the moment, my mind wanders. And so I completely agree with Leo that this takes practice. And I can honestly say that I'm still not all that great at it. But what I found is that when I go out for a jog, when I'm on the row machine or the elliptical or the treadmill, that's when I can concentrate. That's when my mind really starts to focus. And so for me, rhythmic movement actually quiets my mind. And that's when I have some of those breakthrough, great idea moments. But when I have to just sit and not move, I find that my mind starts to wander aimlessly. And so if that's the case for you, if you've always kind of been turned off to the idea of just sitting still and meditating in that way, try rhythmic movement and see if that helps. And again, it could be a walk. It doesn't have to be a jog or a row machine or the elliptical. Try walking. And while you're walking, maybe actually shut off this podcast for a second if that's when you listen to it. And just focus on the moment. Let that temporary silence allow your thoughts to come to the surface. Let those thoughts come to your mind, acknowledge them, and then let them pass. In between those moments, as those thoughts come to your mind, see if you can focus on the sounds, the sights, and the smells. And even if you have 10 seconds where that happens, or maybe a minute, that's perfect. Because that means you're on your way. And with time, you'll find that, as Leo mentioned, you'll get better and better at it. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great Monday. I'll be back here tomorrow. As always, we are Optimal Life awaits.